Ow. What's up, guys? And welcome to our third ODF podcast. Uh, we owe our audience an apology. The last two podcasts, we really haven't like done an actual introduction. <laughs> so uh, we're going to start that off this episode. My name is Jacob Witkowski. I also do Jacob For Real, another YouTube uh, channel. And I'm originally from Northeast Houston and moved up here to Dallas for to attend at DBU and uh, be on the bass team. And I'm majoring in marketing to kind of take it into the fishing world and try to fit that those two things together, making money and fishing, because that's what I want to do. What's your ultimate goal? My ultimate goal is to, at some point, I'd love to fish a pro circuit. That's the point of this channel. It's one dream. So that's really the only ultimate goal I'm going to say because I'm not stopping. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. All right, so my name is Mark Harris. I am originally from Lindell, which is a small town outside of Tyler, Texas. <laughs> and I'm a freshman here at Dallas Baptist University. And I'm also a business marketing major. I chose marketing for the uh, same thing, Jacob, uh, is to, uh, you know, in the fishing world, it's very important to market yourself. So I figured I might as well get a marketing degree. So, can we go cool. next? Ultimate goal. Oh, my my ultimate oh. goal uh, is probably <laughs> well, it's definitely fish a pro circuit, but probably win a college national championship. Sweet. Uh huh. Okay. So my name's Cameron Rhodes. Um, I'm from the northern state. I'm a Yankee. I'm from Rhode Island. Uh, very different compared to these uh, north, uh southern guys in Texas. <laughs> Um, I'm a marketing major as well, and my goal is to just make a living in the industry, whether that's pro or working for a company, uh, YouTubing, just somehow staying in the industry. Awesome. Heck yeah. All right, so uh, my name is Reese Martin. I'm also uh, from Lindell, Texas. Uh, I grew up there. I've moved there when I was about 11. Uh, Mark and I started fishing in high school. That's kind of how we knew each other. Uh, we were both successful in high school, and that's kind of how we... Kind of got on to the DBU bass team, uh, so my main man, my main goal, <laughs> spit it out, uh, is gonna be. I think my future goal really is to be uh, to win the ba Bassmaster Classic. So that's oh. always always been a goal of mine. So I think shoot high, always always a goal. Like it, like it. All right, so for this podcast, we're going to be doing a leg breakdown of our last tournament, which was the Outlaw Outdoors State Qualifier, which was on Sam Rayburn. Uh, I think all of our favorite lakes, maybe not yours quite Not yet. my favorite lake. Not First his time. quite yet, but uh, if y'all haven't point. seen it already, the link will be in the description to our travel vlog for how our practice went and then leading up to the tournament. But in this, we'll be discussing how we did on the lake, and kind of what happened with the tournament. So uh, I guess I'll start it off. Uh, I really enjoy Sam Rayburn, but I do not have a lot of experience in November just because I'm used to being in a tree stand, and I hate fishing in the cold. It's like number one on my hate list. <laughs> so we went out, and I figured they would be deep, so we scanned some brush piles, never really found anything great. There was a few fish in a couple piles here and there, 
And then we started seeing these like big roaming schools and we were trying to figure it out. It just didn't make a whole lot of sense why these fish were just kind of roaming like big giant schools. Like the littlest we've seen was probably like 30, 35 fish. So uh, we found this one school that was around 150 to 200 fish working this one area. And I started dragging a Texas rig and I felt a shell bed. And I was like, hmm, what? why is that there? So uh, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna throw a crankbait. And there's this flat with a shell bed on it. And right as it went down and it dropped into uh, like a creek channel is where these bass were kind of staging on with that school. So they were relating to the shell bed and where it dropped off, where I'm assuming the shad were pushing up into. It was kind of an ambush point for those bass. So fished that area with a crankbait and like literally first cast caught a three and a half. As we uh, went through that area, I think I missed another one on a crankbait. And then my partner actually decided to throw a HUD. And this was pretty funny, was he threw this Huddleston out there, got a backlash, he's peeling out the backlash. All of a sudden he looks up and his line's just going that way. He set the hook, he didn't actually get it, but that was kind of like our second indicator that there there were a good amount of fish moving that area. So we decided to leave that alone and went, uh, caught a few more like two pounders and some brush piles. Really never had anything great going on. We are just hoping if we got that school fired up, it could really be lights out. So going into the tournament day, started off with a fog delay, which was nice. Uh, it was freezing outside. Our deck of the boat very actually cold. was frozen. Yeah. Everything was frozen, which was very terrible. But we went out there, uh, tried to school for a little bit, and I think I caught one short and then one good fish on a crankbait. It was like maybe a two-pounder. And we started kind of getting frantic and ran south of the 147, tried one of our road beds that had shells on it, and just wasn't really feeling it. And we were like, you know what? Let's go back to the school. As we're pulling back into school, we see uh, old Mark and Reese <laughs> in their nitro and they're waving us down. So we go over there and they're whacking them on a drop shot right where we left in the morning. And we're like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> so we pick, pick up the drop shot. Well, I didn't at first because I hate just slow fishing. So I picked up the crankbait and I was very stubborn I wasn't going to pick up a drop shot, but I threw that crankbait for a little bit. When I saw Mark and Reese catch about their sixth fish, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I might switch over to a drop shot. So I switched over to a drop shot, and we had a limit in probably 30 minutes. I never just was able to cull. We ended out with 1072. But the funny part of this story is, towards the end of the day, we were fishing this, and I hadn't caught a fish in maybe 30, 45 minutes, and my... Buddy Ryan at the front of the boat's running the trolling water. And I see his rod just like, dunk, bent over. He sets the hook and as he goes, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is a giant. I'm like running for the net and I get the net and we're chasing this fish with the trolling water. There was like three boats coming through. We were up in deer stand and there were like three boats coming through that just stopped watching us. We're chasing this fish with the troll motor. It gets stuck in a brush pile. And we're like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. But thankfully it comes out and I'm like, my uh, buddy Ryan, he's like, this can't be a bass. This can't be a bass. I'm like, dude, we're on Rayburn. This is a bass. <laughs> and we start freaking out. We're like, this is a tournament winner if we both the same. 
it finally starts coming up coming up i got the net ready i'm like switching sides trying to get get ready for this thing to come up all of a sudden a 12 pound channel catfish appears out of the depths and i'm like you have got to be kidding me we net it and i just like throw that thing on the front deck i'm like that sucks we really thought we had a giant but uh other than that we ne never really were able to cull up and get any big fish but it was fun i love being back on my home pond so so for our uh, practice day on the mighty Sam Rayburn, uh, my partner Reese had fished that past weekend, the, the weekend before, and uh, we have a set of brush piles. We probably got six or seven, and him and his dad fished a tournament, and they pretty much caught a bunch of two-pounders. So we went there first just to see if they were still there, and they were. So we decided that we needed to find bigger fish. So during the practice day, we just graphed on my new Humminbird units, which are amazing. The Solix 12 and the Helix 12 and the 360 are the best graphs on the market. And um, we graphed around, found a lot of brush piles, but uh, they didn't seem to have fish in them. And then we found a couple of big schools that were just kind of out there in the middle, like with nothing to hold to. So we fished those for a little bit, couldn't catch anything, and uh, pretty much... Didn't really find any big fish, so uh, we were going into the tournament day just fishing our brush piles, just hoping that we could get one good one out of them if we just milked them, like, all day. Yeah. So uh, I'll let Reese talk about the tournament day. Yeah, so basically uh, we just ran our brush piles. You know, we uh, we started in the same brush pile where we caught a bunch of fish during practice. Uh, we really just felt that we could go there um, and catch a limit really quick. Um, we ended up catching four off it, um, but it was just really nice to be able to go catch fish really quickly. It's just, it's really all mental. Like yes. once you just catch that, that solid little starter limit or something, it's just, you're like, okay, now I have the, however much time is left to go look for a big fish. And that's really what we, we were hoping we could do. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Huh? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after that. You'll understand here in a second. Uh, we go, and we, I was like, okay, so my dad, I caught a couple of fish off this, uh, these couple of brush piles here. Uh, it's just scattered stuff, and there's this fish here and there, and there was nothing really to it. We would just turn one direction, catch one here, one over there, and then one on the other side. And uh, we went there to the tournament, and we pulled up, and, uh, sad day. Yeah. Uh, yeah I was exactly using my, I'll happened. tell you. The, what's going on so we were sitting in 24 foot of water i throw a cast i saw on mark's solix uh that there was a look like a blimp out there just sitting on the bottom i was like i'm gonna remember where that is and i turn and get on trail motor right where i thought it was i'm just working my drop shot and i feel just kind of go soggy i'm like hmm. so i lean on it i'm like it just feels like a the same size as the last one and so I'm like, okay, it might help us out. It might be a, our fifth one. And uh, nope, nope, not at all, actually. So a a whale <laughs> came out of the water. And, I mean, that thing must have been six, seven pounds. It was every bit of six. It came out and jumped ten feet from the boat. It just rolled. And, and I it, guess it Reese had a fray in his line he didn't see. Yeah, I was using eight-pound test. And so anytime you're throwing an eight-pound test in a brush it's pile. It's just part of it. It's just kind of, you got, you're playing with that risk. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get the bite, but you don't always land it. So it was really upsetting because, yeah. you know, we had been out looking for that one fish. That was our goal. It came up. Day. Yeah, it came up and just. 
popped right off. And I was like, oh, I was sick. I was sitting down retying. I was just shaking. I was so upset. Yeah. So, but Mark fired out there. And so we were like, he caught one. Then I, once I was retied, I caught one. And we were sitting there for 30 minutes, probably caught 40, 50 fish. Yeah. I mean, it was just a lights out school. Yeah. But the big thing in that part of fishing is you always got to keep your partner you got to always keep his head up because it's all you mental. miss a fish like that yeah. it can just get in your head for the rest of the day so I, I just pretty much told reese i was like hey man look there's nothing you could do about that you didn't horse that fish or anything there was just a, probably a fray in your line you couldn't see so we we moved we got over it pretty quick reese said he's felt like he's gonna throw up <laughs> dude i still keep thinking yeah. about it it's just like Eating just, away, those I mean. ones hurt, but you gotta get past it and just get on to the next fish. And... Fish don't break your line, they break your heart. Yeah, that is so true. <laughs> Golly, put that on a plaque on the wall. <laughs> Amen. But yeah, so uh, we ended up calling up a couple more times, and uh, Reese caught two three pounders. Those were our two biggest. Yeah, so we were fishing a uh, weird placement, but it was actually a brush pile right in front of a boat ramp. Boat ramp, and so there's a high school tournament releasing, and so there's they had like 15 minutes left in the tournament. We're sitting there fishing, and I caught three fish. And there's like basically a crowd of people loading up. Yeah. And then there's one dude fishing with like four other guys in the boat. And so Mark and I are casting at that. The dude sees me catch a fish. I put it in the uh, the well, and then the dude fires a cast exactly where I'm casting. Yeah, they almost laughing. hit lures. I mean, it's like have a little respect. It's yeah. kind of annoying, but I mean, what are you gonna do about it? It's, you can't. You don't own the water, bro. So, uh, <laughs> you gotta have on the water etiquette. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, it was. It was kind of frustrating, but uh, it was actually cool because we were sitting there, and all of a sudden, I guess one of the kids had released a dead fish. Oh yeah. And a bald eagle shot out from the tree and came down and picked up the uh, the bass right in front of us. So like was, twenty yards in front of us, came down with his talons and grabbed it. Yeah. So that was that was pretty sweet to that see. That was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I think we had about, what, I think we, we 14. thought we had about 12, 13, and we honestly didn't think we had that much, and we go, uh, weigh it in, and it went 14, too, so that was always, it's always 14, nice. 14, 19. 14, yeah. 19, so, yeah. it was, it's always nice when you, when you, uh, when you low, fish weigh a yeah. little bit more than you think they do, so that was cool. Uh, I think that ended up getting us 12th place. Yeah, we did. Right out of the, right yeah. out of the money. Again. Which kind of sucks, but... Yeah, but we still had a fun time. The Outlaw Outdoors Tournament, they did great. They're awesome. Uh, Sam Rayburn's always fun. So we're looking forward to going back there next year. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I do need to. You see that guy's hat? You see the brand on there? Killer Rods. We caught yes. all our fish on the Alf Angler DSR. Drop Shot Rod. It was DSR. Best drop shot rod on the market, hands down. Yes, y'all see it in the videos. Yeah, it is. It's better than NRX. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> thing is ridiculous. It's cheaper than all those. Yeah. It's only 300 bucks, which is still a lot, but compared to NRX and a Conquest, yeah. it's killer. So, for sure. Cameron? Okay, so this is my first time down on the big old Sam Rayburn. Um, <laughs> our practice day wasn't as lovely as these guys. Uh, we had a short day. We only had three hours to fish. Um, uh, my partner, uh, Hunter's boat, had an issue with his bracket up front by his trolling motor where it ripped out last tournament at Darnell. So we had we brought him to a local shop in Jasper, and they're like, okay, if you bring it in around noon, 1 o'clock, we'll come and fix this, and we'll have it done before the tournament. So we're like, okay, we have three hours to practice. Um, so we went up all the way up north past uh, Deer Stand, 
I'm sorry. Going up to the 103, right? Yeah, we're close to 103 bridge. Um, he had a couple spots from history. He has, uh, he's fished there quite a few times. So we had, we graphed offshore. We had an island and all that where I lost one on a crankbait. So like, okay. Then we went up shallow for the last hour or so. And we caught, he caught two fish on a chatterbait uh, on Main Lake Point or right off the point, uh, Main Lake. We're like, okay, maybe we can scrounge up a, a limit come tournament day. They weren't big, but like, hey, it's something. We have short, limited practice. We'll, we'll take it. Come tournament time, rerun completely past deer stand. We're probably six, seven miles out, so it's probably about four, 45 minute run. We get there, we start fishing. We're not getting anything. We're like, oh gosh, what are we going to do? <laughs> we had little, no practice. We didn't, nope anything well he has spots but we didn't practice anything like that further down so like okay we're just gonna go fishing um we ended up moving probably about 11 o'clock we just abandoned everything and went down we went back around deer stand and he had a couple brush piles that he knew about and we draw we get closer and we see these two guys these guys just <laughs> chilling right there like are you kidding me <laughs> so like he's like okay we'll go to this point uh around deer stand i know about go there um immediately he throws a carolina rig off the point and misses a big he hooks into a good fish i don't know if it was big but he hooked it into a really good fish we're like dang it and we keep on going on i lose one on drop shot it was small i don't think and Probably was a little spotted bass for all we know. We're like, okay, we're catching fish on melee points, 20 feet of water. Like, okay, we're starting to get something down. Then we moved back out to that point where he had more bites, and we just went out a little bit deeper, and we found this brush pile. We look there, we just see the dots everywhere. We're like, oh, we're about to light him up. <laughs> we did not light him up. <laughs> uh, we end, we stayed there for like an hour. We're like... Okay, we tried everything. I threw a flutter spoon for the first time, almost wore myself out. <laughs> he caught one on a Carolina rig. I caught a shore on drop trout. Like, oh, you can't. We're just like, what are we going to do? So we went up where they were fishing, where his brush pile was. And we go there. First thing, we see we see giant blobs in this brush pile. And we're like, oh, here we go. We're going to have to light them up sooner or later. We fished there for about an hour and a half. Uh, I snapped one fish on a drop shot. I felt it. It was in the brush pile right over a limb. It was dunk. I'm like, ooh. I didn't lean hard on the fish at all. I just went and just snapped. Like, there was nothing there. Yeah. I didn't feel how big, just how it felt when it ate it. I'm like, this has to be a good fish. Didn't even lean on it, and it just broke. Mm. It was like grease. I was on an eight-pound line, so but risk. just retied, and I was like, I don't know if it was one of those big catfish or yeah, or, uh, I had no clue. I'm like, dang it. So we're about to give up. We're just going down. We're by the um, 47 bridge by Castle Boykin. And we're idling back. We're like, eh, maybe we'll find some grass in the back of the pocket. There was no grass. We're like, okay, we're about to turn. We have 30 minutes to fish. And we see all these boats around. We're like... Why are these people all the way in back of the pocket? There's nothing around. And all of a sudden, we see fish busting everywhere. Like, oh. we gra I grabbed a spook out of the rod locker. And like third cast, he caught one on a rowel trap. Like, okay, let's go. We have about 15, 20 minutes to fish. And he caught three on a trap very quick. And I caught two on a uh, 
Berkeley spook, and we're like, oh, thank you, God. <laughs> God was like, okay. It was his. It was my partner's last tournament, last 15 minutes, and they came up scoring. We're like, this was amazing. They're like, oh, we're not coming in with nothing. We had. No it was just probably the toughest tournament I've had this entire year. I've had a really good year, and I'm like, oh. Last turn, last year I had a bad turn. The last turn of the year, I'm like, not again. <laughs> so I zeroed. I'm like, I don't want this happening two years in a row. So y'all filled y'all's limit out in the last 15, 15 minutes. minutes. We had our all awesome. fish, and our last fish was our biggest fish, which was about four pounds. That's, That's hard awesome. to come by. For for some reason, they weren't big. I yeah, was everybody out. around the entire lake was struggling to get big bites, which is yeah. weird for Sam Rayburn. Yeah, I sincerely hope it gets better. Yes. That's just rough. Yeah, the craziest part is they're in a foot of water. Like, That's crazy. Everybody never, else was fishing 18 to 25. They were just everywhere. And I've never caught schooling fish. Well, in Rhode Island, we don't have shad feeders. We They just roam and just chill out by themselves. <laughs> like, I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. But we're like, okay, we're looking at the time. It's like, oh, no, it's 410. We have to be back at 430. So we haul. We get there exactly at 530, and we... 430. 430. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 430. 430. Did I say 530? Yeah. My bad. <laughs> we get there at 430. You put it into neutral, and it hits 431, and we're like, it oh was just, we were like, we are the last boat in and everything. We are like, we are so lucky out of this day. It was <laughs> a day I'm not going to forget, and we finished out 19th place. It was a lot better than I thought we were going to have at 4 o'clock, I can yeah, tell you that. Yeah, awesome. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It kind of shows you how easily a day can turn around. Never yep. give up, and that's Never that's really up. happened. Never give up. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's been like a I don't know, like a testament, just kind of how everything goes. Like uh, in high school, Mark and I actually won the state tournament on Ray Rayburn, and we were uh, it was our very last day of practice. We had motor motor trouble. We had to buy a completely new motor just so we can get out and fish. And then it was yeah. Shout out to my dad for that, by the way. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and so it was just cool because. Our very last spot of the day just turned up, and so that's kind of it was a spot we won off of. So it's just really cool to to see you how know, your like, day can switch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So just like that. All right, guys. All right. So, uh, well, we are going to conclude this third podcast. If y'all haven't already, go check out this podcast is on iTunes as One Dream Fishing, and then uh, we are going to try to bring y'all two podcasts. And one challenge video a week. We're going to try to stay on that. It might get a little different during the holidays, but we're going to try to give you all that content. Mm -hmm. But if you have any suggestions for podcasts, challenges, punishments, anything like that, <laughs> leave it in the comments. Remember to subscribe. And as always, thanks for watching. God bless. We'll see you on the next episode of One Dream Fishing. Wabo! Wow, <laughs>